Hey, and welcome to Game Talk. I'm your host, Ammon Mion. Today, I'm joined by Connor. Hey, guys. And Mike. Hello. And today, we are going to talk about video game music, which I'm very surprised that in our 110 plus episodes, we have yet to talk about this, but... How how have I not, like, gone on a tirade about video game music at least once? There's no way. I mean, we've definitely talked about the music of specific games and games we've been playing, like, a ton. Right, yeah. But I don't know, like, video game music, like, that's something I'm pretty passionate about. Like, there are tracks to games that I listen to, like, regularly. I literally just listened to the entire soundtrack of Ace Combat 7 today. All of it. I listen to Maple Story music while I work all the time. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) okay. That's funny. No, we were talking about Maple Story yesterday. The subject of the music did come up, and we made the bold claim that it is one of the best soundtracks in all of gaming one of i yeah i agree with that i wouldn't say it's the best but it's high it's high marks for it's sure. it's shockingly you wouldn't think like an mmo would have music like that i disagree i think i think it makes sense that an mmo would have it because like you're spending so much time listening to it it better <laughs> right. be good <laughs> right yeah yeah I, I do like, yeah, like I'm sitting here, I'm thinking of the best game soundtracks in my opinion, and Maple Story's up there, I mean, Castlevania. Obviously, this is all very subjective. Extreme, but well, yeah. mostly subjective. There are a few where I would argue that like, maybe the actual quality of the music is pretty subjective, but the music's ability to accomplish Evoke emotions and stuff. Like, is pretty, like, I, I come to bring like a neutral point to this, Stardew Valley soundtrack is actually really good. Especially Stardew Valley soundtrack, it does slap. Also, notably, reminds me of Maple Story. Notably about Stardew Valley is once I've learned that it was literally produced with stock sound effects. Yeah, that's. I mean, Stardew Valley's. Yeah, it's just very relaxing, right? It feels like you're on like a ranch or something. So nice. There's not a bad bad track. The early cave music in Stardew Valley reminds me a ton of uh, Alinea in Maple Story that I was talking about the other day. Yeah. Like, the vibe is very similar. Like, I, I will say that I don't know a ton about music or music theory. I would, I am definitely, like, the least educated about I that think, of the three of us. Like, you can celebrate, you can, like, deviate or divide. God, I can't think of the right word. Uh, you can divide gaming music into a t- separate eras. Like pre-orchestral, post-orchestral, when we started actually making music to fit a mood rather than just making it like ambient background noise. I mean, that's early though. Yeah. Some games didn't really pick that up. There there was a loss in like game music being really good into the early 3D era. Like there's not a lot of songs from that era that I can Obviously like... Mario Docks, though. I was going to yeah. say Mario 64 has an iconic soundtrack, but you know, like if you're just running around the castle and you hear the do 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 like yeah. It's it's iconic, but like does it really evoke anything yeah. other than maybe nostalgia? Dire like, Dire Docks does though. It does. Yeah. I mean, it's but a very again, good like, wa- it's a very good like water world track. Yeah, and it's used in every water level. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. There, there um, is I'd say Ocarina of Time have- was really good too. Oh, Zelda in yeah. general. I mean, I would I would go to bat for Zelda as having like out of I've all the, the game fr- orchestra gaming yeah. franchises, Zelda probably has my favorite music. I, I love. Zelda I used music. to think that until I played the Ace Combat games, and I'm like, oh my god. You, okay, <laughs> they're so you know good. what's funny about what's funny about that, Mike? I you kept like singing its praises, so I decided to just install it on my PlayStation because I had it. Uh, Ace Combat 7 in particular, yeah. and I don't know if you guys know this, but on PS5, if you hover over a game. 
the entire screen changes to be like art from that game and it optionally if the developers included plays like a track from that game and as soon as i hovered over ace combat 7 i just got blasted with like the most epic track i've oh, ever yeah, heard that's i was just ace like holy combat. crap <laughs> this is what mike was talking about yeah it's such it it, evo- it evokes a mood and there's not a bad song in that entire soundtrack same with Ocarina honestly Time. you know it's funny after i watched Top Gun. I was just like, I need more of this. So I installed Ace Combat 7. There's a Top Gun DLC. And then there was like a lot of tutorials and I got bored of the tutorials. But. Yeah. So. Maybe if I can get past I, I think, yeah. yeah, my favorite franchise music is probably between Zelda and Castlevania. And Castlevania really only has like a handful of tracks. Yeah, I think. That I could like hum right now. But those handful like are insane. Most they of those were so from his hard. 2D era, right? Or. We yeah. never really left the 2D era, but from well, like they were the, from the two, like, era. Vampire Slayer, I think yeah, is like what it's called. The early it's, chiptune era. It's in every game. Yeah. <laughs> so And it gets it's good every single time. Yeah. So yeah, I mean like I don't I don't know, man. Like thinking about it more deeply, I feel like video game music has always been strong. There have been bangers in every era since gaming has been since a thing. Since NES, like, I would yeah. say. Like, there there have been bangers. Since there's been like, you know, sound chips, I guess. I do feel yeah, recently, well, early arcade games did not necessarily have great soundtracks. Yeah, I think we've got to the point recently of video game music where it's they're bringing on like masterful composers to make their music because it's such an integral part of oh, the yeah. game. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Oh my god, Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry 5 soundtrack is nuts. It goes so hard. Metal Gear Solid. Oh, I imagine. Uh, Metal Gear Rising's soundtrack is also really good. I mean, Metal Gear in general, also, very... I, I love that, the music from those games. Uh, especially, like, you know, like, Snake Eater. It's a very, like, Bond-esque, like, a Bond intro kind of song. Deus Ex also you know? has really good music. The remakes as well. Or the sequel, prequel, trilogy, or duology now. Yeah, man, I'm just thinking, like, going back to Zelda, do either of you play the Link's Awakening yes. remake on Switch? I didn't play the remake, I played the original. Uh, yeah, I played the original. The original, okay, it's it's the same songs, obviously, but they've been, like, orchestrated for this. And Tall Tall Heights, let me tell you, is like a S-tier, God-tier it's soundtrack. Always, yeah, it, it was on the Game Boy. Yeah. Was, yeah, but you know what's really, really cool in the re- the remastered version, the orchestrated version? Like, obviously, it's all epic sounding. It has, like, you know, orchestra performing the music. But then, after it finishes, like, a verse, it switches back to the uh, the Game Boy track yeah. for, like, a verse. And it's so good. Oh, man. I'm just thinking of that track right now. I wanna, it's one of my favorites. Uh, before we get too into it, I want to shout out. Uh, YouTube channel Music Theory for Gamers. That was what I uh, I was when we were trying to think of a topic for this episode. I was looking at my YouTube feed, and he had come up. And I recently watched him um, analyze the Outer Wild soundtrack. And uh, he has never, for most of the game soundtracks he reviews, he has never actually played the game. And it's that, that's pretty cool, actually. It's extremely so interesting because he tries to predict. What Strictly from on. a music theory perspective. Yeah, and he tries to tell you what the song is trying to convey, and he very often ends up spoiling the game <laughs> because he uh That's he awesome. can read it so well. His Outer Wilds read was like fascinating to me. He actually I mean he's just interesting. He was able to like pick up a guitar and like strum out parts of the song after just hearing it once, which I thought was nuts. But I also want to shout out Outer Wilds because its soundtrack is really interesting to me. 
because uh i i love that game it's my favorite game of all time and like it makes me think of things that were like created for me specifically almost is what it feels like because the uh the composer for outer wilds wanted to compose uh what a midwest emo album would sound like if they were using all acoustic instruments like uh harmonica and banjo and things like that and i like am in love with both of those things Mm, interesting and also like a lot of that soundtrack actually sounds pretty good if you listen to it as an album. There are a couple of tracks that feel extremely out of place, but I don't know. And I would also put it as a high contender for most uh, evocative soundtrack I've ever heard because, uh, and I, I don't think that this is the case if you're just listening to it, but if you have played Outer Wilds, there are very few people I know that have completed that game and will not like tear up when they hear the Traveler's theme. But I yeah, I mean, and that's tra- that's yeah. the mark of a really good track, right? Like a like a really good game track. You should be able to hear maybe the first like measure of it, and then instantly be transported back to when you were playing it. Like, yeah, it puts you in the exact like the exact state you were in when you heard it. Yeah, w- one one soundtrack that I listen to often that does this is the Uncharted theme. I oh, hear those yeah. notes go off, and I'm instantly brought back. And it's just like it covers that sweeping sense of adventure so perfectly in that main theme. I love it. Oh, man. But I do think it's an interesting notion that we mentioned earlier of soundtracks that are evocative versus soundtracks that are just Just like kind of good for the sake of being good. Like Terraria's soundtrack makes me feel nothing with that boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. When you're mining underground, like I I could look, I just put that straight into my veins. (laughs) Ejected straight. Um, I think, I think the first time I really felt something on a video game soundtrack was Mass Effect 3's. Oh, no. Mass Effect 2 Suicide Mission? Come two, on. 2 did it too, but 3 was the first time it really, like, hit me, because I was probably at the age where, it, like, music started making sense to me, I guess. Yeah. Because there's, like, an age that you hit where music starts making sense and stops becoming, like, noise. And I want to say for me, it was, like... 16 17 yeah for i think camp or is that in the banger camp? like evocative like leaving earth it was so good i know exactly the track you're talking about but i just want to say for me right so i've been playing music since i was like three years old so music has always been a pretty big part of my life and you know that being said like i always pick up on music in games even from a young age like if you tell me a game i could probably pretty vividly remember the soundtrack to that game out of that's like the component of a video game that sticks with me the longest is the soundtrack for sure um that being said for just going back to mass effect for a second for me mass effect 2 the suicide mission i remember listening to that track just like by itself over and over like throughout like high school college like that was like a mainstay track in my in my rotation you know actually i think i lied i think the title screen of mass effect one also did it for me yeah it was just so zen oh yeah that's that's a classic as well yeah the the, the mainstay track for me all through my childhood was uh sonic's theme song from sonic adventure i was gonna say sonic sonic yeah, you can't talk about bangers without iconic about music. Yeah, but like Sonic's theme song, it doesn't matter. Which I don't even know if that plays in the main game. You have to go into the soundtrack to play it. 
Sonic's like, an interesting one to me because, like, it, it has many faces, right? Because, like, it has the rock kind of aesthetic for, like, it, yeah. yeah, for, like, the the 3D games or whatever. And then it has the absolute, like, classic bangers uh, of, yeah. like, the, the, of, the, of the 16-bit era and it's or all but confirmed that michael jackson worked on sonic 3 and knuckles now i don't i don't know if we ever talked about that on the yeah, show yeah that keeps it, going back and forth i don't really know what to make of that but i mean the the guy the guy who produced the game like said that they had issues with the jackson estate when yeah. sonic origins was coming out yeah yeah sonic's great yeah oh yeah it's it's all bangers like even the worst sonic game probably has a pretty good soundtrack I mean, okay, so let me mention one that will probably get all of us in the nostalgia. Pokemon. Yeah. Right, yeah. like Pokemon, right? I don't think it necessarily evokes an emotion, but I have strong, strong nostalgia for, I don't know, just like the battle theme, you know, like. Which which uh, which gen do you think of when you think of like, like what what's the first song you think of? I think it's the Gen 1 battle theme. Yeah. Okay, because the, the one for me is Little Root Town in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Okay. Like, I'm trying to like, remember how that one goes. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what that is. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Poke- yeah. Some, some, some composers are just, like, it, it blows my mind as someone who has been a musician for most of his life that, like... For music to just be good without evoking a particular emotion. Because, like, I think back to Uncharted and Zelda music, and that makes me feel a certain way. But, like, the Sonic, like, the, you know, the old Sonic music and the Pokemon music, they're just really good, catchy tracks, you know? Like, there's nothing else to say. A good soundtrack can, like, really, really elevate a game, too. Like... Oh, a good a game. Sa- sound is like the most important element to me. I think, like Not to more me, more than but, visuals. But it was like it makes people stay. Like I feel like the game has to draw people in, but sound can definitely make people stay because it that that has been in games that I've made the most common thing that people talk about is soundtrack. I uh, yeah. I had a friend who was a music major make the soundtrack for like one of the first games I ever published, Hugs, and like. Yeah. People love that song. Like, I swear there are people going to the page just to hear it. And uh, every time somebody plays Perspectrum, I'm hearing how much they love uh, the music that my brother did. Yeah, I mean, like, just think to, like, even massive... Like, Pokemon wouldn't be Pokemon without that music. Like, no. it just wouldn't. Like, even if the gameplay is exactly the same, the visuals the same. Without that music, it's not what it is today. Yeah, Zelda, I would also argue, like, Zelda is the music to me. Like, more than anything, Zelda is the music. Which is why it's so wild that Breath of the Wild had so little music in it. But even it, but even Breath of the Wild's music was so intelligently yeah, composed. Like an absolute banger. Yeah, it was... Zelda, I, I cannot gush enough about Zelda. Zelda's music is just perfection to me. Gosh, like, Dragon Roast Island, like... I, I Wind Waker's that soundtrack... A- that was the big reveal when I saw the Zelda Orchestra. It was the first time they'd ever played Dragon Roost Island, and that was like the song I wanted to hear. It it just melts me, man. Like I can't I can't handle it. it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, Wind yeah. Waker's soundtrack is probably my favorite Zelda soundtrack. Bar none. I, I really liked think I agree. Yeah. They're all they're all excellent. Dude. Yeah, they're all excellent. Majora's Spyros. Mask really brought that dread. Spyro the Dragon soundtrack too. Um, it was a uh, 
the drummer from the police, I believe. What's his name? But uh, Spyro had a, a famous musician, and the first three Spyro games, those soundtracks I mean, go so hard. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about 3D platformers in general. Like, yeah, true. Stuart they're just Copeland. so mad. Like, I mean, Grant uh, Kirkhope, right? Banjo Kazooie. I know you're not a big fan yeah, of Banjo Kazooie yeah. music, but Banjo Kazooie has some of the most iconic 3D platformer music in my mind. I, I love I love those tracks. I could sit here and listen to Spyro music. I would rather never hear again than have to like go through a workday listening to banjo kazooie music. Like I think it fits the game really well, but it is also just kind of grating to me. It, it I, I can I guess I can kind of see it is grating, and I think I have that association because his music captures those levels so well. I I agree with that. I just like the idea of just listening to it doesn't sound fun to me at all. I think I might agree with that. I don't think I've ever actually listened to Banjo-Kazooie in isolation, but when playing the game, I cannot think of a more perfect accompaniment to the gameplay. I can't, yeah, when I'm playing the game, I can't imagine anything else, definitely. Like, he nailed it, but... So, I guess we can go into some of our personal preferences. We've already sort of done that, but, like, I kind of want to highlight, right, like, a lot of my, like, favorite tracks aside from zelda because obviously that's at the top like i mentioned like those like cinematic first party games that i'm super into like uncharted like shadow of the colossus has like an all-time soundtrack god of war that soundtrack by bear mccreary i listen to all the time on spotify i love that soundtrack um those i don't know like the the especially like the cinematic story-based games they already are so I guess, constructed to make you feel a certain way. So I guess it's sort of easier for the music to Yeah, the music cues are built into the game. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. yeah. I I really like when it's real perfor- performance as opposed to MIDI. Like, when I'm thinking of my favorites, I'm thinking of, like, uh, when Undertale... Undertale was MIDI through a lot of the game. But then you get to... Uh, very late in the game and you hear an actual guitar strumming to play uh home i think is the track and that just like melted me i yeah. loved it so much and uh the same outer wilds is all real performances i'm pretty sure sonic adventure 2 like that's all it's a band performing you know i i, I actually like lyrics in game music uh i love that in sonic i love it in persona 5 i love it in um jrpgs have bangers usually I cry five yeah yeah oh yeah, my god I the soundtrack anytime a soundtrack changes through the course of the game is really good the soundtrack in uh dragon quest 11 like goes hard it's like so jolly like it, it feels dragon ball-y but like a lot of dragon quest feels like dragon ball yeah it's a it's very intentional but it works final fantasy oh my god final fantasy 15 the soundtrack in that game goes so hard <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, we Final Fantasy, yeah. I think 7 has one of the most iconic soundtracks of all time, oh, yeah. but none of us have play, played it, so. Dude, I, uh, think, I think uh, just by by consequence of the, like, the collaboration, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate oh, yeah. may be the greatest collection of music just pulls in, in like <laughs> <laughs> It pulls in, like, every game's soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, Nintendo, like, I, I don't know, I kind of want to spotlight Nintendo for a sec. They just... It's pretty constant bangers. Yeah, they they just really get 
it when it comes to supplying the appropriate music for their game. I disagree, though. Like, they, they get there eventually, but, like, Miyamoto specifically was super against the orchestral soundtrack in Mario Galaxy, and can you even imagine that game without it? No, I can't. Yeah. It's so unimaginable. Like, they, yeah. they got there, but, you know. I mean, okay. from our perspective, they were there, though, right? Like, it's like... Yeah, but they might have got there sooner. Like, <laughs> I guess, yeah, but I can't, like... Any first-party Nintendo game I've played, like, I feel like the majority of them have pretty they iconic have good sounding soundtracks. soundtracks. I don't know if they really have evocative ones. Like, uh, before Galaxy. Galaxy soundtrack is pretty evocative for me. Like the Yeah, uh, if we're talking Mario in particular, right, like, obviously 64 has some nostalgic tracks, but, like... Galaxy and like Odyssey are on a whole other plane of existence when it comes to soundtracks, in my opinion, at least. I can't think of a single track from Super Mario Odyssey other than Jump Up Superstar. Yeah, and that alone makes it like one okay. of the best. Oh yeah, the 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 rush at the end of the game was good too. I think Galaxy though, Galaxy has the uh, the story the story room theme. Like, I can't hum it. But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, uh, when Rosalina reads to you. Right. That that goes hard. <laughs> but other than that, I can't think of any Nintendo games that really have, like, super evocative music. It's just nonstop bangers. Yeah. Yeah. Metroid Dread. Like, that soundtrack was... I think it was did it? the job. Yeah, yeah, it did the job. I didn't think it was, like... It, it wasn't iconic, I wouldn't no, say. there are no... I couldn't name a single, like area song from that game it just did the job like it was creepy like the the sound the sounds of like the emmys and stuff yeah it got the job done but it wasn't like super metroid where you run in um you know run, run in the overworld and it's that like banger triumphant sound right yeah yeah, yeah. i i want to shout out as well continuing on my sony first party praise i guess the soundtrack to The Last of Us is really special, I think. And it's all basically, the majority of it is all just guitar work by one man. Gustavo Santolaya, I think. Is this the first one or the second one? Both of them. Hmm. I don't remember it's, the soundtrack super well, but I haven't played that game since like 2014. So. Yeah, the soundtrack is just, oh, gosh, it makes me, makes me sad. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, that's what that game's supposed to do. But yeah, shout out to that guy. He... It's just him and his guitar, and they just basically recorded that and slapped that into the game, and it's it works. It does sound really good, yeah. I would love to write music for my games, but I find that process very difficult. I think it's really... You, you it, did it, that, it, right? I did that for Sweet and Spooky. I think you did it for Hank Head's Home as well. I did, yeah. I'm not as proud of that soundtrack as I was for Sweet oh. and Spooky's. I really enjoyed Sweet and Spooky's soundtrack. I think Head's Home just did not come out great for anybody, I don't think. Yeah, it could have been better, but we got, at least we got there at the end of the day. But but yeah, I don't know, like, with Sweet and Spooky, for those who don't know, it was like a, so these are all Game Jam games, and Sweet and Spooky was like a Halloween-themed kind of roguelike game, which, uh, it was. it's kind of yeah. hilarious to say out loud, but, um... So, yeah, so the the music that I wrote for it, like, sort of incorporated that fast pace you're trying to survive with, like, the Halloween undertones, and I thought it came out pretty well. I think I think my favorite soundtrack I did 
for one of those game jam games was probably like the generative algorithmic soundtrack that I did for uh uh Darklight. Yeah, that that oh, was yeah. a very atmospheric soundtrack. Like it wasn't a soundtrack. It was genuinely it was like creepy. A yeah. bunch of noise that just randomly played. Like I could see that soundtrack for that game being in like a legit like high production horror game. Like those sound effects and stuff. Yeah, just algorithmic noise. Yeah, good stuff. I think I did I do a song for Microwave? You did a song for um a prototype that I did. Uh yeah, that was a while ago. That song slapped. <laughs> yeah, and I think I just I I like struggled with it for a little bit and then went into my backlog of projects I never finished. Like, oh this sounds great. I can still, like, hear the opening hum of that song in my head. I, I'm actually, I, I can't share it. You know, we can't share it, because uh, that, that game crashed and burned for many reasons. Yeah. But uh, I, I just wanted to give you the praise, because I still, like, listen to that sometimes. Yeah, so, I, I want to give an underrated shout-out here, I think, to Civilization. Uh, right. Especially, like, Civilization 5 and 6. Because, like, as you play that game... Depending on which civilization you are and which civilizations are, like, in proximity to you, the soundtrack is shaped by, like, the music of those cultures. And I find that very, very interesting. Um, so, say if you're, like, playing as India or whatever, you're going to hear Indian music. And then, like, maybe you encounter Japan or something. Then maybe, like, it's a blend of Indian and Japanese music or something like that. I mean, uh, Civ Four won a Grammy. Did it really? Yeah, yeah. the title theme cool. Baba Yetu one. Oh right, yeah. Civ Civ games, it, uh, it, like they really have amazing tracks for their main menus for whatever reason. Right? Literally, the only yeah. first video game song to win a Grammy was for a Civilization game. Really? Yep. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, they have they have great music for their menus, which is like, why don't you stick that in the actual game? But yeah, the sure, actual game yeah. that people spend. You know, hundreds, thousands, thousands of hours. Oh man, I feel like I could just go on and on. Like Hades has an insane soundtrack. Oh yeah, I will, like yeah. Hades goes very hard. Ace Combat Seven soundtracks insane, and I've said that so many times. But yeah, it, I mean, I said I said it, it earlier in it the episode over the course of the game too. Like some mission, if you're in a mission, notably the DLC missions where you're just fighting actual fighter pilots instead of drones, it's just guitar there's actually uh, it's all acoustic instruments instead of the digital synth yeah. sound the rest of the game has i love an adaptive soundtrack i i gotta shout out uh devil may cry 5 again because devil may cry 5 soundtrack goes harder the more style points you have that's and so fun that's just it's so good See, like ace combat like when you hit triple s the vocals come in yeah. and like oof Ace Combat 7's soundtrack will change if you go into the clouds, because it'll get kind of muted and filtered out. Oh, yeah. It's, Mario Kart also. Yeah. Like, I really enjoy the... I really enjoy games that, like, slightly change the presentation of the music based off of, like, the environmental factors at play. Like, if you're yeah. underwater or something, that's such a nice touch. I just love it. Subnautica. I'll give a shout-out to Subnautica for having, like... A pretty perfect soundtrack for what it was going out to do, even though I have, like, a lot of beef with that game. I also want to give a shout-out to games that withhold their soundtrack and then blast you with it to make it more impactful. And I can't think of games that do that better 
than the Souls games, right? Oh, the Souls yeah. games are largely quiet throughout, but when you come into a boss fight, you just get blasted with like the most epic orchestral music, and it gets your blood pumping, right? And there's like hardly music at all aside from those boss fights in those games. God, I have like an embarrassing thing. I feel actually, I feel like a lot of people probably went through this phase. But I absolutely used to be one of those people that, like, immediately mutes the music in the game and plays my oh. own. No, no, no. I never did that. Ever. I, never I for sure. Either. I had a very... I had a, probably a four-year phase, like, through high school where I did that all the time. And I'm, like, ashamed of it because I did that in uh, Nogi, And that the music from that game, like, puts tears in my eyes now. Although part of that yeah. is just the memories it, of the game. It depends on, like, some games, if I'm playing, like, a game I've played a thousand times. Yeah, I mean, like, some, like... Play my own. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, like, there, I just there's a place for that. Too, right. I'm going to play, like, a lot of that game. And it has, like, a fairly muted soundtrack anyway. That it almost feels like I was supposed to turn it off and play my own music. Yeah, and if you're playing, like, a grindy game or whatever, like, I totally get it, right? Yeah. But if you're, like, first experience with a video game... And you just slap on your own music. Shame on you. <laughs> the, the one I remember doing it in is Borderlands 2. And I'll be honest, I don't really regret that in retrospect. But it's still, I didn't even give it a chance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out as well to Death Stranding. Death Stranding has excellent music. And it was largely all pulled by from like this indie Icelandic rock group called Low Roar, I believe. So, uh... Kojima has, like, very particular tastes, right? And he basically fell in love with this little band, uh, this Icelandic band, and, like, they supplied a lot of music in Death Stranding, and it just fits so well. Uh, very melancholic, especially, like, as you're, like, trekking across the waste, just with nothing to do but look at the scenery and hear that music. It's, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, um, I want. I mean, I, I do want to shout out one more time, even though we already said it. Persona, like, yeah, oh yeah, Persona is just unbelievably good. Like both five and four. Like the rainy like cafe song from Persona yes. Five. Like, yeah. if I need to like just chill out, like calm down. N- nothing really hits like that song does. It's it's yeah. I don't know. There's just something particular about like JRPG music where they just. Nail it to the point where, like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, how how did you nail it this hard? Yeah. Like, I it, think it's it's very it, good. It's always wild when you're just playing a JRPG that's like, this is just of freedom. You're just like a bunch of dudes walking around, and then all of a sudden, the Latin chanting kicks in, and you're facing God yeah. knows what. Yeah, Omori it plays like a JRPG, and it, like, hits it out of the park on... I, I don't want to say soundtrack because it's more of a soundscape type thing when it's at its best, but it's yeah. extremely good. Like I, uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen did a really good job of just being like, oh, the music's just kind of there, and then all of a sudden you're fighting God. It's just like your eardrums are being blasted. The music they've added to Minecraft recently. Minecraft like has always had banger music, but it never used to play for some reason. Like I remember when I was a kid. I would have oh, I've always, yeah, playing. I've always loved the music in no, Minecraft. No, I think they got the composer of Celeste to do oh, some really? music for Minecraft recently. At did Matty Thorsten nothing. not do the the music for Celeste? Uh, who was it? It was, uh... I thought, I thought Celeste was largely just all by Matty Thorsten. No, the composer was... Lana Rain? 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Lena Rain. Yeah. Lena Rain. But I, I used to play Minecraft all the time, and I would have my own music playing, but I would immediately pause my music if I heard one of the Minecraft tracks start. It's just like there was so little music in the game, and it played so rarely that you kind of had to supplement it. Yeah. But now it plays <laughs> all the time, and all the new music is, like, incredible. It's really good. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I do want to say, I'm not trying to, like, start a competition here, but on average, video game music is way better than movie music. I honestly kind of agree. <laughs> like, it's definitely going to make some people I mad. I can think of is, like, maybe, like, Hans Zimmer. Like, like okay, okay, there are obviously, like, all-time classic film soundtracks, like, I don't know, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, whatever, right? Like, those are Neither obviously... Neither hold up to, like, Zelda to me, though. <laughs> like... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the, if uh, if you po- if you did a poll, I think Star Wars would smash Zelda. But like, I honestly kind of agree with you. Zelda is like top tier to me. So yeah, but I don't know if that's a common opinion. Music in the Nether update. Like, I feel like a lot of like I feel like all video game music goes hard, whereas like a lot of mu- movie music kind of phones it in. Like, it's just well, I don't know. Like setting I, the tone for a scene. I feel like another thing is that. Video game music sticks with you that much harder just by nature of video games being that much more immersive. So, like, you form, like, a more of a connection with that music. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, and they're longer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't, I, it doesn't change the truth that video game music goes hard, though. Yeah. It, it does. It, it goes shockingly hard at times. Another one I want to shout out, I know, like, I'm the guy who's always, like, talking about AAA games, so sue me. But Red Dead Redemption 2 has an all-time soundtrack. Absolutely incredible. I'll play that game someday. Yeah. So good. Maybe. I do like Cowboys. That's the thing to me, like, this is a massive tangent, but, like, I never got GTA. GTA always bores me to tears every time I try it, but I love, I love Red Dead. Yes. I enjoyed the story of GTA V. I've tried to play it, like, ten times, and I cannot. I just Really? Yeah, I can't. That's interesting to me. Yeah. Red Dead, though. Love that. Oh, oh, oh I have to give a shout out to Journey. I've, I've mentioned Journey oh, on this yeah. podcast so many times. For That's sure. probably one of my all-time greats as well. Like, the final track as you're flying up to the mountain. One of the most beautiful pieces of music I've ever heard. I was just looking at my games to, like, think of something else to see if I was missing anything. And I just wanted to shout out Monster Hunter has this recurring bit. That um the music doesn't start until the monster sees you, and then the combat music starts. And there is a blind monster that you hunt, and the music never starts. Oh wow, that's a that's a fun touch. Yeah, it's just I, silly because so, like, the monster, the monster's behavior is exactly like if it could see you, but it's canonically blind, so the music never starts. So I've heard that this soundtrack is a great. Like a goat soundtrack, but I personally haven't played this game yet. But maybe you can talk to it, Connor. Near Automata. Oh my god, yeah, Near Automata. It's it's like think of the best anime soundtrack you've ever heard, and like it's on par with it. Yeah. Near Automata is in, it's like like I think the way some people feel about the Kingdom Hearts soundtracks, I feel about the Near Automata soundtrack. And I will say, like, I'm not like the biggest proponent of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts music does slap, though. It does. It it's does. really good. <laughs> it goes It goes hard. But yeah, Nier Automata, I'll never forget, like, 
there's there's a an amusement park in near automata that you go through and it's like even the like i i don't know I, i i can't help but wonder if they made changes to the game based on how good the music came out because the boss of that area is music themed and like the area really? is not music themed it's an amusement park but the the boss is a singer oh my gosh uh that kind of jogged a memory shadow to returnal as well in terms of like music being integrated with the boss fights really one of the best examples i've seen in any video game of that happens in returnal see i play a Whereas lot of like, likes and i feel like a lot of them like other than hades the music is kind of like I usually end up turning it off and playing my own and most roguelikes that I play. Yeah, <clears throat> Specifically, okay, so I know you'll play Returnal one day, Connor, because I, I know will. you. Yeah. Um, specifically in level four, the boss fight to that game and the lead up to that, one of the best uses, usages of music in a video game I've ever seen. Incredible stuff. I need Returnal to come to PC so bad. It is. I think it's already kind of been leaked that it's going oh, okay, to PC. Sweet. So yeah, that'll be it's happening. Day one purchase for me for sure. I remember when I was younger, uh, and not so much anymore. Even though the music's pretty good, it's not like blowing me away like the others. But I used to really enjoy the Assassin's Creed music, like the AC2 music and like the um, Black Flag music and stuff like that. Sure, uh, the Black Flag shanties I had fun with. I really liked. Um there's a this this is actually like final fantasy 15 has me think of this too i really like when and this is kind of like becoming more popular now but when games use a song that's not from a video game like final fantasy 15 had stand by me i think did it really yeah and like that song is forever the final fantasy 15 song now for me like it it was just integrated so well but there's a famous little big planet trailer that plays a song called Sleepyhead. And I just like am immediately like back back at my dad's house playing Little Big Planet one anytime I hear that song. It's like permanent awesome. etched into my brain. And it's it's a banger too, Sleepyhead. I forget who it's by though. Because it was always just a Little Big Planet trailer song to me. Man. Oh my god. And the uh God, video game trailers go hard too. That they um do. The Dark Souls 1 trailer, it plays a song called Bartholomew, I think. That's it's crazy it, it, that you remember the name of the song. Yeah, it. Um, I highly recommend anybody look up uh, Dark Souls Bartholomew trailer because it, like, it is the hardest trailer I've ever seen. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it, I mean, it sold me on Dark Souls at a time when I was, like, not at all interested in rpgs or anything. and then you play dark souls and there's like no music for like 90 yeah i was actually game. <laughs> pretty mad yeah <laughs> but, but the trailer is amazing the trailer is like tonally not dark souls at all it was like oh very yeah much like, i mean they had to figure out a way to sell it though like yeah it was you know the, like the at the time at least into like the the like live die repeat yeah you know yeah then yeah the biggest challenge for dark souls was figuring out how to convince people to play it yeah once people played it they were in the bartholomew trailer is a masterpiece of marketing i i can't think of a single trailer that is as good as it i'm intrigued i gotta check it uh speaking of trailers the trailer for dragon age 2 when i was younger that was the most hype thing i've ever seen like music included and then the game ended up being like total trash never (laughs) never been more 
more disappointed in a video game release than I was for Dragon Age 2. I was so hyped for that, and it was just, like, totally let me down. It's just because you weren't there for Spore. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, Spore was... Spore was Spore the... Spore is the iconic, disappointing game. Yeah, yeah. I've never been disappointed ever since I played Spore. Like, honestly. Yeah, no, I I genuinely, it it molded me into someone who will never get my hopes up for anything ever again. Is That's probably a good thing. No. Yeah. Yeah, they are, don't lie. Sonic, I mean, it's a Bethesda game, so I'm going to buy it because Todd Howard has me by the ball. Dude. But... <laughs> we haven't given okay, so we've given Sony and Nintendo some love. We haven't talked about Bethesda. Halo. Halo. Come on, man. Halo, Halo really? Hits. Halo, Halo hits hard. Halo's good. Skyrim and like like Oblivion, the opening scene oh of Oblivion, Oblivion is where I thought you were going. So many. Cool oh, I mean, like Skyrim and Oblivion both. In yeah, Skyrim. I thought that <laughs> like uh, like didn't Oblivion come out a little before the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie? I believe so. I because I remember, know. like, the first time I played Oblivion, I was like, oh, they're just ripping off Pirates of the Caribbean with this song, because it, it is very similar. But I'm pretty sure Oblivion came first. <laughs> that would, yeah, I would have to fact check that. But yeah. regardless, excellent music. Like, some of the best ambient music, I think, in any game, when you're just, yeah. like, hanging out, wandering around. Like, Yeah, for sure. I mean, so there's a that. reason, like... It's so iconic that, like, people can do those TikToks where they're being Oblivion NPCs or whatever, and you immediately know what they're doing because oh, they yeah. play that track. No, Pirates of the Caribbean was three years before Oblivion. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. But Morrowind had the same had the same title theme and came out before. Okay, that. that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. No, yeah. Elder Scrolls games always have... Yeah, so Morrowind did it Superb first. music. Yeah, like, Oblivion's themes were so... Honestly, like, it's it's kind of a little frustrating to me because, like, the music that people associate with Elder Scrolls the most now is, like, the Skyrim Dragonborn theme. And that's not what Elder Scrolls music is to it's me at all. Always, no, me like, Oblivion's was so subdued except for the combat music. But it, even then... Yeah, like, the subdued, like, like, the exploratory, just yeah. ambient music to me it is just so... It's so good. It's like it, that is what those games like, are to me, at least music wise. Definitely evoked like you're you're in a medieval society and you're just adventuring, and then a wolf would hop out and you'd hear like the violins pick up or something. True. Like I feel like Skyrim kind of did the idea of the ambient dirty. Well, Skyrim was like I don't know. It, it I think it concerned itself with being mainstream and stuff yeah that's because like skyrim you just hear the dragonborn music blasting away. don't get me wrong it's a good track but like banger but it's there's not, much like, better tracks in that game yeah especially some of the cave sounds Whew. like i could do a whole podcast on what how skyrim kind of made the elder scroll series kind of worse yeah but i'm for not sure. going to well that's next episode we'll talk about skyrim for an hour and a half yeah i don't know like I think it was a trade-off. Like they, like they main. They, yeah, yeah. that's kind of yeah. That's where I was going with and that. I, and yeah. I don't. Yeah, I agree. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it definitely like. I mean, as a result of wins. what Skyrim did, right? Yeah. Elder Scrolls Six is probably going to be one of the best-selling games of all Speaking time. Speaking of that, yeah. Fallout like, soundtracks are also really good. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, like, I don't real really remember. Though. I don't really remember there Fallout is real music, music, but also there is ambient tracks that real. play if you're not listening to music. Real music, quote unquote. You got, you know, the listeners at home know. Yeah, what I mean. right. Yeah. 
Yeah, like actual radio music. But if you're not playing the radios, like New Vegas has these very ambient, evocative tracks. Like there's one where it's just like, it's just like ambient droning, and then suddenly like a Western guitar kicks in, and it it, it hits. Hold on, let me find the track, dude. Now I'm thinking about the Hitman Three or the the Hitman trilogy soundtrack, like the uh, what the the newer Hitman. Because it had some like killer Spanish guitar in a couple of those levels. Speaking of Spanish yeah, the guitar, Hitman, the Hitman music is really good. I wouldn't Zero. call it just. It just makes me feel like I'm in that place again. It, it really sells the locations because it uses music globally. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Because Hitman is very much like a globe trotting sort yeah. of game, right? And it it does a good job of incorporating music from everywhere in the world. Yeah. Gosh, I love video game music so much. Yeah, me too. We really just kind of gushed just about so our much. game soundtracks yeah. this whole episode. Yeah, but. Ace Combat Zero had some really good Spanish guitar too. <laughs> Did it? Oh yeah. Why? Were because, you fighting Spanish people? No, that was just the thematic. They went they went with flamenco guitar and it fit really well with like kind of the Arthurian legend that you were going through. I cannot believe I hadn't remembered this before now. Have you guys ever played Rayman Legends? No. Oh, it's like a, it's an iconic platformer you guys should definitely play. But at the end of every world, like after the boss, your reward is that you get a level where they like do a, a weird cover of uh, a famous song. And uh, the best one is from, um, I think the, the world is called Fiesta de los Muertos. And it's a, it's a Day of the Dead party like you know a lot of mexican culture and stuff in there and it's like a mariachi cover of eye of the tiger what and it's so like yeah if you, even if you don't play the game you should look up that level and hear the song it's it's actually kind of painful how short the level is because it doesn't really do the whole song but the levels are so like fast-paced and everything and like your movements in the level like where it's a really tight platformer it kind of forces you to like be very much in rhythm with the song and it feels so good to play the and, and there's like seven levels like that in rayman legends and they're all incredible yeah i've heard i've always heard incredible things about rayman legends yeah it makes yeah. me really sad that origin and legends were like the only two like they they made the ubi art engine for those games and then they just kind of didn't make any yeah. of those games and now rayman is just a rabbits thing and that makes me so sad because rayman legends is genuinely like probably top 10 2d platformers for me it beats some mario games probably yeah that doesn't it probably really surprise beats all me. the new super mario bros games for me actually easily i'm just trying to like i know as soon as we end this talk i'm just gonna think of like 30 more soundtracks that i'm gonna kill myself for not yeah, they're mentioning so good yeah. I'm like looking at all my games right now. I do want to give a shout out, a shout out to Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium also has like a very, I guess, haunting is the right word. Like that soundtrack, you're not going to forget the music from that game after you finish it. Just like the the ambient music of the, like the city of Revachal and like how like, I guess, subdued and downtrodden it makes you feel. <laughs> it's very good. Disco Elysium is a masterpiece, by the way. Everyone I need needs to play, play it. it. I, I have it installed. I just need to play it. I need to buy it. Gosh. I think... I don't know. I can't think of anything else right now, but... But I feel like I've mentioned most of what tickles my fancy. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm also... Yeah, I'm, I'm all soundtracked out. 
And I don't All really right. have a game I've been playing because we yeah, so like two days ago. Yeah, interesting tidbit for the listener. We recorded the previous episode two days ago, so I haven't had a lot yeah, of time to not a lot has happened <laughs> since last yeah, time. Not been an exciting two days because we've all just been. So you know, I, I guess I have days. one. If if no one has anything, so it. I did check out the new Fall Guys. Yeah. Um. So Fall Guys has really released as a as a free to play game. It is on every platform, and there's cross play between all platforms now. So it's not like new new, right? Like it's the same one that I've been playing the past couple weeks. Yeah, right? yeah. It's yeah. It, yeah, 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 yeah. The past couple weeks, yeah. But it's like. Fun. <laughs> they released like a new client and every like the new, so you had to like re-download it like it was a whole thing but yeah it's great i i mean like we've talked about fall guys a lot in the past i think we had three straight episodes on fall guys actually um it was and like one of one new, of our main big again now it's big again it's never been bigger i think actually and one of our big complaints when the game first came out was that this is really fun but like there's such a limited selection of maps that like each like sort of go around for like each sort of match feels kind of similar that problem no longer exists there are so many different kinds of maps and games now that like each time you play around it's like totally different right so like things keep staying fresh and that i think was the one big weakness of that game and now it's gone and now it's just like a powerhouse battle royale i think like it's no i super fun the transition to -to free-to-play introduced another weakness which is that like crowns used to be like valuable like i wanted to get wins and stuff because my crowns could be used to buy costumes and stuff and i thought that was so cool yeah i guess okay from my perspective i never mess with like cosmetics so i don't really care about that so i did i well that's like the only game i ever did because i didn't have to pay for them like my being good at the game got me cosmetics and i thought that was really cool and now the only thing you get for crowns is like there's like a crown type season pass thing and i got it for free because i'd already bought the game but i still like i'm not choosing my rewards i'm getting the same rewards as everybody else for my crowns, so i don't feel unique using those or anything and i feel like that's something lost but one thing i'm not clear on and i haven't really paid too much attention so it might be obvious but there are like a lot of different currency types in the game now that i don't fully understand sort of there's They're two like, currencies and one EXP, basically. Okay, because I remember, like, after playing, you know, after finishing around, like, four different things would pop up, and I'd be like, you got it's this crown- many of these and this many of these. I was just like, what is all of this? <laughs> you get crown shards, which turn into crowns, and crowns increase your rank in the crown season pass thing. And then you get kudos, which increases your rank in the season pass, and then there's show points i think or something and that's what you use to buy like the lowest crowns and kudos do the same thing no that's two separate season passes there's two season passes there's two per season i think you buy once and you get both but there's two charts so kudos you can get without winning and that's one like group of cosmetics and stuff but to get crowns you actually have to win and those cosmetics are typically way cooler (laughs) oh yeah that makes sense because you have to get a ton of wins to get them, yeah. But kudos you get by, like, doing, like, Fortnite-esque, like, challenges and stuff. And I think Fall Guys is actually a really bad game to have those challenges in, because they're genuinely uninteresting. It's stuff like play five squad shows, and I'm like, man, I'm playing by myself. I don't want to do a squad show. That's just, like, 
dead weight for me because I'm mm-hmm. pretty good at the game and I've just got these other people that are making it harder for me to qualify. And it's like, and then it'll be like one of the challenges is like get first place in this many like uh, shows or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, like I wasn't already trying to do that. Like so you they, haven't given they, me an interesting objective. You're just telling me to do what I was already doing. And that annoys me. That's wait. Not fun. They somehow made it where it made like Fall Guys' progression system worse. Yeah, they made it grindy, oh and I God. I don't love that. Uh, but if you're just if you're just sitting down and you want to play a couple rounds of Fall Guys, it's literally never been better. It's yeah, yeah and that's right where I'm coming from. And uh, yeah. granted, I guess I am a bit of a boomer when it comes to this, but like I yeah, I don't really have any any, any interest in the progression systems or the yeah, cosmetics the, or anything. I just kind of want to play the game. The casual Fall Guys experience is nuts. And that's a yeah. weird thing for me to say because I do remember you were by far the sweatiest Fall Guys player. Oh, I was, known. yes. Actually, that's the reason, like, I haven't played it in, like, what, one to two years now? Like, because I, I got, I remember trying to, because I got every trophy in that game except for win five games in a row. You never got the win five games in no, a row? No, and I, I got to three wins once and then I had died after that and then I just, like, uninstalled and I never, never played the game again. Because, like, <laughs> Because with each successive win, I would get so much more stressed out. Is like that it was still not. An yeah, that's still a thing. But oh, apparently, I, it's way easier to get now because like you can like do custom games and stuff. So oh, better than that. There was a there was a there, there's like a custom game mode every day that gets added into the rotation. And there was one the other day where it was just Lily Leapers, which is like. I don't know. A lot of people seem to struggle with it. I find it incredibly easy, and it was just a free crown printer for me. I won every single time I nice. played it. It was so easy. But yeah, I didn't get that achievement because I like I won two or three times, and I was like, "This is boring. I'm not even having a good time anymore." <laughs> I am glad that I let go my pursuit for that because it was definitely causing me oh, it was un- causing undue you. stress. Yeah, you were tense. Yeah, so I I just play the game for fun uh, and. It's very Let me fun. Know. It's got crossplay now. Crossplay. It's got yeah, crossplay and like I love the huge variety of games, man. Like there's no like you can go through like two or three entire sessions and not see the same game once. They do and definitely at least last week they were playing the newest games way more frequently than the older ones. And yeah, so, and I mean like that's yeah. the other thing too. Like there's so many games now. Like there's different kind of like I guess flavors of like tracks you can pick. Like you want. For, like, solos or duos or, like, squads, there are, like, certain maps that are weighted more, I believe, so. Yeah, I know I was, pretty like, cool. it was, like, running into an old friend when I finally got to play Fall Ball again. I still haven't played Fall Ball again. <laughs> I love it's, Fall uh, Ball. Yeah, They've Fall also added a ton great. of RNG that wasn't in the game when, when it first came out. Where yeah, like, the old maps have been updated with new kind of traps and stuff, and that's yeah, kind of cool. and they're different every time. The, the maps aren't static yeah. anymore. It really is, uh, you just gotta be, uh good now <laughs> yeah i guess so much fun yeah you can't like just have muscle memory for the the court well that's not really true especially the new courses there is one of the courses where if i spawn in the front row that's a guaranteed first place for me every single time because my muscle memory is just flawless for it and like even the the finales which like before there were only like two or three finales there are, the finales there's feel so many there aren't as many races now and the non-race finales feel way more like possible <laughs> There's one yeah. I hate though, Hexa Ring. I think it's Hexa called. Ring. Yeah, I hate Hexa Ring. I don't think I've. I think it's I've really tough. One time, it's so hard. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I don't know, man. Like, just the overall vibe of the game is just so funny. Like, yeah. it, it's it kind of reminds me of 
super auto pets in a way that is just like the very presentation of the game is so comedic it just like makes me laugh the these stupid little incredible. beans running around grabbing each other for no reason that like people i have game. noticed like people are like way more malicious now <laughs> at least in oh, my yeah. experience people will grab you and shove you and just yeah, like sweaty. cause yeah. chaos yeah people really want to win there's also a lot more people that are really bad at it now than there used oh, to be yeah. though where it's free to play for sure. like that's another reason I like playing solos more a lot of the time is because if you don't play solos, the rounds go on a lot longer and you can be set. You can get stuck watching some child that just cannot figure out how to get past an obstacle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it takes forever. It is kind of funny. You know, it like, is funny. Yeah. It is. It is kind of easy to tell when you're like watching a child or something because they just like they just do the same thing over yeah. and over and it doesn't work. <laughs> and you can tell they're probably having the time of their lives. <laughs> yeah. And plus, you're having the time of your life because you get to crush like an easy target. So yeah, true. What a game! What a game! This is good. It's very funny, very I humorous. Really, but I will point out, my guy never falls. Mm, he's okay. always at the he's always at the front of the pack. He never falls yeah. until I get my crown, and then he falls because I only have the the one animation for victory. Gosh, I don't even remember. I think I I think I changed the default animation, but yeah. I think so like I I think the first the first like big cosmetic I got in that game was the chicken costume and I just put that on and I never took it off. Yeah, I got the so. sub like the submariner costume that I really liked cuz it had a transparent belly. Yeah. I oh yeah, I remember one. that one. Yeah. yeah. I wore it for I don't know time. like if those costumes since they were part of the like original Fall Guys if they're even obtainable anymore yeah, or like if yeah, they're maybe that's what I or like conversely about. maybe they're like super common now, I don't know, but I liked the submarine one because you had to, like, it was, like, the first or second day the game was out. You had to get, like, eight wins or something to get it. And so, yeah. like, not very many people ever got the opportunity to get it. So, it was, like, super rare. I never saw anybody else wearing it. And that made me feel really cool. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember being proud of my chicken costume. But, yeah, I don't really care about the cosmetics anymore. They just kind of made it look like a pain to keep track of all that, so... I don't know. I play for the kudos because uh, you get a Mecha Godzilla skin if you finish the season pass, and I want that pretty bad. Mm, that's pretty cool. It looks really good. There's also a, there's one for sale right now that's King Ghidorah, and uh, the arms are his heads, and that's it's really good. Yeah, I mean, like I'm definitely in the mi- minority here. People that obviously care about cosmetics. Yeah. So what's what's like the there are microtransactions still, right? Like, you can buy a certain... Just buy costumes, yeah, that aren't... Oh, you can just buy pass. the costumes, okay. You can also buy gotcha. ranks in the season pass. I don't think you can buy crowns, though. I think those have to be won, which I respect their, like... I respect that, because that's yeah. cool. That's, uh, yeah, that would... I don't know. Crowns are pretty prestigious, I guess. Like, you actually yeah. have to succeed to get those. But you have to get a ton of crowns. I forget. It was, like, over a thousand crowns or something, I think, to get the uh, the highest rank in the battle pass or the the battle pass i keep saying that because i was playing a lot of halo the season pass. I mean, that's what it is basically yeah i would i mean i would call what happens in fall guys a battle like pushing Sometimes. Or, like, pushing Especially someone off like new, a ledge um, is the most savage thing you could possibly do the in the new, video like, game the new dodgeball final game have you played that it's, it's not a final is it it is or it can be i can't be. i haven't played it as a final oh uh, i love but it it's yeah it's it's good yeah all right, that's that's all I got. I played a little Fall Guys. Have you guys done anything the past couple days? Just Fall Guys. 
Fall Guys. Mike? I haven't played anything, really. Well, there you have it. I'm sure we'll have more games next week, because it'll actually be a week between episodes, but... For now, thank you all for listening. You can follow us at that Podcast Game Talk on Twitter. Please like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and any other podcast services you use. Click the link in the description of the podcast to join our Discord and talk to us there. Thank you, Connor and Mike. Yeah, see you guys next time. See you next time. Bye.